Hey, this is Bryce Johnson from Expedition Bigfoot. You're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, Cassius Parius! Hey there, fellow zoners. You have found the Paranomaly Zone, your weekly dose of all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the heavily medicated Mike Carbno, so much so that he's fondling his ghost balls already. I am. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, a couple seconds in. First thing that Mike says, he's going into convulsions right now, everybody. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. good. But I had um, a ghost ball sitting here, and it uh, it just I had to touch it. He had to touch it, yes. It was, but anyway, it was flickering. Yes, I'm heavily. What's that? <laughs> said it was flickering and shiny, yeah. so you wanted to, to fondle it. It so. made me happy. It made. I'm full of medication. I thought I was feeling better, and I feel guilty to all of our devoted wonderful crazy zoners that i i whether i'm sick i don't care if i'm dying right now oh come on now. we were gonna do this and get out a good 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 show yeah uh just you know since this isn't a a, a live video feed just so uh, uh you all know mike is actually strapped to a gurney right now um yes. there is an ambulance waiting outside just in case oh. and uh, now i'm looking at mike's keyboard now i'm <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's a jumbled mess, but that's what we're all about uh, here at the Paranormal yeah. Zone. Yeah, yeah, it's on occasion, uh, on occasion, I should say. I'm on the gurney strapped uh, down, the one that I, I, uh, I got from the estate sale from Waverly. There you go. There <clears> you <throat> go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike, and I are both uh, rip roaring, ready to go. This is a Saturday. Saturday, uh, late afternoon, early evening. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying ready to go to the Sally House, but we'll uh, talk about that later. We'll talk about our Sally House <laughs> trek, which is coming up in yes. six short days on the Patreon episode uh, immediately following this episode. Yes. So uh, we need to get some more Patreon content out there. Uh, yeah, it's been a weird month, man. I was sick. You've basically been sick the entire month, it seems like. Um, yeah. And uh, we haven't been as consistent as we usually are. Uh, we apologize, but uh, we're doing our best. We're fighting through because, as I jokingly described this on the twit, Mike, I said we were warriors. So warriors, we, yes. We we're going to make this. Work. I am the warrior, and of course, I am joking. Man. Neither of us are warriors. Hey, Come out, close play. To, yay! Hey, yeah, good one, good one. I, that's from. Uh, anyway, no, what the hell is that from? The though? warriors. The warriors, no. of course, it is. <laughs> of that movie. You can't get any better Michael Beck than that. Well, that's true. And also, when you said that, it reminds me of my my 80s uh, metal fandom uh, where I was a Twisted Sister fanatic back in the day. <laughs> and they sampled uh, one of those songs. They sampled that quote that, that uh, really? come out and play, eh? because their album was called, guess what? Come out and play. So Yes. Uh, one of their albums. The one and only D. Snyder and his... Animaniacs or whatever the hell they are. I, I have know. no idea what you're talking about, but that's okay. <clears throat> but we are back, and uh, we're going to do our best to, to bumble and stumble through this episode. It's a cool topic, I think. Um, the title of this is. episode is Alien Reveal and UFO Conspiracy. So we're going to yeah. kind of throw together a mishmash of stuff here, but yeah. I mean, it's all related. Something that's never been covered before. Oh, no. yeah, never. Never, <laughs> ever, at all. Or no, Neither by us. You know, yes, so it's correct. You know, we we hate this topic. We never talk about aliens. We never talk about UFOs. Oh, Mike's dying again. There he is. <laughs> so Mike's mute button better be on on on. Uh, how do you want to call that? High alert! I got it all oiled up and ready to go. Ooh, 
<laughs> yep, oiled up next to his ghost balls. So uh, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, and hey, and then I've got I've got lotion in a box of Kleenex. And too. Kleenex, <laughs> such a great sight right now, everybody. Man alive! Well, I don't I don't have lotion, but. It puts the lotion on and... Don't no. kill yourself trying to do voices. <laughs> I need puts you to live. the lotion in the basket. And he goes right back to it. <laughs> and then, then he takes a sip. Anyway. Then he takes a sip of the soothing diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I do have nice cold water here too, but... Yeah, I know. Anyway. Yeah, you've been... You're... Uh, <clears throat> You're darn near ODing on the water intake, but that's good, yeah. man. When you're sick, you need yeah. to take lots of water. Well, you need to take yeah. lots of water every day, anyways. But that's very true. Intake lots of water. Uh, well, it's uh, good to be back. Um, yeah, the alien reveal and UFO conspiracies. Now, this was something that we actually decided on. I think on Tuesday, and we yes. were, oh man, this is gonna, we got it set. We already got it set. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, see you tomorrow. And Wednesday <laughs> comes. Can we make it make it Thursday? Yeah, yeah. Let's make it Thursday. Okay, okay. Thursday comes. Uh, can we go for Friday? <laughs> yep, let's go for Friday. <laughs> then just yesterday is like, oh, how you doing, Mike? Um, do you need another day? Yep. <laughs> and so it's just that's just how it is, though, man. I totally yeah. get it. I totally understand. And um, hey, uh, it'll, be it, a, right? it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Yeah, we're going into the cold season and. Cold and flu, and I, I hear on the news that that stuff is hitting very hard, quickly, early this year. Yeah, yeah, it's there's so. definitely nasty shit going around. So uh, be on be on the lookout, everybody, and take care of yourselves. Yeah, yeah, don't get uh, a bad cold or syphilis. No, definitely not syphilis. I mean, if you do, um, if you have to choose, well, I won't make them choose. <laughs> choose the flu. <laughs> okay, where shall we start here, Mike? Oh. The, the reason that I chose this topic is because not last week, but I believe the week before, NASA uh, released the names of the members of their newly appointed, let me, oh, hold on, let me look at my notes, Yeah, my professional notes here, their UAP slash UFO phenomena study research team. And um, I wanted to kind of dive into that a little bit and talk about it. And then that, so that idea kind of slowly morphed into you know, hey, are are they prepping us for the big reveal sometime? Mm. You know, um, or are they doing the exact opposites? Uh, yeah, I wonder if there's some kind of, uh, you know, with all this reveal and the slowly letting out things, is there a different agenda to it? I don't know. It's it can go many different ways. That's one of the things I was reading up on, Mike, and in, in the ufologist community out there, lots of you know, forums and, you know, um, like I said, communities where people banter back and forth online. A lot of people who are into the UFO thing are very negative about this. Um, yeah. They're like, going, they're basically saying this is a step backwards. Um, mm -hmm. They're basically just kind of, they're trying to um, hinder action in all reality, the, uh, the research into this phenomena rather than, you know, uh, you know, with what's, what's the word I'm ostensibly they're, they're doing what we want, as in people like you and I who are interested, but they are, right. in fact, doing the exact opposite. But um, Yeah, and, we'll you know. We'll back and forth about that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, they, they're, it's like they're picking and choosing what they want to reveal, how they want to reveal it. And, uh, um, uh, at, you know, they this, whatever twist they want to put on it. I mean, you know, like, like uh, people that, that say, oh, look, I got this great video footage of, of this uh, UFO. Well, who do you think can do even better CGI than probably the government? I know. I know. You it's, know? It's, it's, and I'm not, it's maddening. It really is. I'm not, yeah. And I'm not getting into this whole, oh, the government, you know, is just all this conspiracy, everything. But, you know, maybe they have an agenda that makes sense is what's, what they need to do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you know, what we think of, how we believe it's like it, it just doesn't seem right to us and not what we want yeah there's something that makes us a little leery you know what i mean it's mm. a little leery um yeah I, whether it's government or not be leery uh i was you know perusing the uh the paranomaly zone facebook page again like a couple of weeks ago and i apologize to anyone who is interested in facebook and follow us on facebook because i i'm never on there i never do anything 
I, I, I post the episode links and that's and that's about it and stuff. Um, I'm not a big fan of the book of the face, but uh, hey, if you guys interact though, I'll become a fan. So wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, there is some interaction on there. There we Absolutely. have some some listeners that uh, I love to keep in touch with on on yes. Facebook and uh, you know the little that I do, which you know <laughs> we all know how that is. Um, you know, I will just continue to do whatever. I guess I'm more of a I'm more of a twit fan. I I, yeah. I I'm on the twit. Uh, the twits fit where they will. Yeah, they do. I like that. Yes, the twits fits. Um, or I fit the twit. I guess I don't know. How yeah. do you want to say that. But anyways, I'm. Uh, we digress. Shocking. I read a uh, a comment from Andrea Perrin, the wonderful, ob- uh, really awesome Andrea Perrin, regarding this uh, NASA assembled team, and she was. She basically said, "Well, what doesn't this defeat the purpose?" And she's referring to. It's it's. It's noted right there on the official statement that this team is going to, quote, focus solely on unclassified data. So she's like, really? well, well, she goes, well, what's going, what is, what basically is this going to do? You know, what good is this going to do? I mean, we, so you guys are going to go and study stuff that is already out there that we all know about and are aware of already. I mean, that's. Well, they better start fun. unclassifying a lot of uh, information. Yeah, exactly. Are they referring to stuff that they are going to declassify, you know? Um, yeah. Is that how you say it? Declassify? I think it is. Sure. Yes. And, well, I shouldn't say and, but it, it's, it, it, I, I totally understand what she's saying. It's, well, it's like, well, maybe you guys should reveal just a wee bit more than stuff that, or maybe you should focus on stuff other than what we've already been exposed to because. Yeah. Well, well you know. If they do, well, yeah. I'm trying to think of this. Okay, if the stuff that's already un unclassified, which we do have shown, been showing some really good footage, you know, uh, of you know, like the uh, TikToks and everything, or TikToks or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> TikToks. Um, I like. But that. Uh, um, you know, if they work on that, and if they can come up with something. You know, if those are legitimate and if they can come up with something that uh, gives us some answers about those, you know, that will help, you know, because that's some pretty good Navy footage that uh, that that there is that's out there. Um, and maybe it's a precursor to like you're saying, like, you know, declassifying some more information that they can share, but they're going to pick and choose. Oh. You know, there's, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. And again, stuff like that, you know. It just adds more fuel to the conspiracy fire, you know. Yeah. And, that's, and, and I, want, I don't, I don't want to be all in the middle of this conspiracy crap. No, right. That's exactly what I was just going to no. say. You know, well, not exactly, but I was going to say something similar. Was I want to make that one hundred ninety-five percent clear that Mike and I are not into conspiracy yes. crap at all. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm like, I, I hesitated even putting the the word conspiracies right. on the episode image, but uh, you know, if if you made it this far, I think you guys know that we're not. We're not, you know, well, wacko yes. cuckoo who are well, just like into all the, you know, and we have already things. been accused of being two and on pawns. That's right. I just how that happened. I have no that. idea. Oh my gosh, that was just ridiculous. How dare but, you guys, you know, spread this crazy QAnon conspiracy theories? What? Yeah. what? That was the I most didn't even know what the hell QAnon was. <laughs> I just couldn't. Believe I had to look it up. That came out of nowhere. I was like, holy. How do you have to be careful of what you say? We could yeah, have been talking that about that woman was angered by something. I don't know. We could have been talking about you know your your dead grandma or something, Mike, yeah. and they would interpret you know people might interpret yeah. it as we're <laughs> we're, we're promoting these whacked out conspiracy theories. But uh, hey, they're out will, there and and people are yeah. interested, and so I think it's I think it's fair for us to to take a brief look at some of these UFO conspiracies. I will admit that many years ago. And this, I I have a hard time admitting to it, but because of my, I know that I am innocent of any conspiracy thing now. I I did used to listen to, uh, God, I even put the word out, uh, the name out, but Alex Jones, mm. that guy is a certified nutcase. <laughs> you talk about conspiracy, it's like everything is a conspiracy. Everything. And it's like, this guy, you know, I was listening and, you know, you know, listening to some of the stuff is mild. So I was like, well, you know, I don't know, maybe. But then all of a sudden, you know, you start hearing about the stuff that he gets really deep into. Yeah, don't get into don't get Alex into Jones. He's in a lot of trouble right now for 
and going through court cases for his oh gosh shenanigans anyway but yeah very oh. bad so i'm kind of like so is he a um how do i want to say it does he or did he is he involved in actual hoaxes himself or is he just out there promoting all of this he, other junk? he is it's like he promotes and and uh, reports on every conspiracy and government cover-up conspiracy whatever that that there probably is and probably makes up crap along the way i mean it's uh yeah it's pretty bad very very bad you know we talked about this a long time ago um i believe it when we were still as the ultra podcast and I'll talk about this very briefly here because I don't want to stray from the topic, but it's, right, right. we talked about um, Bigfoot hoaxers and how much that just absolutely drives us insane. Like people like Tom Biscardi, you know, who are out there, mm. they're claimed to be such scientific researchers, you know, and they want to, uh, you know, they want to get the word of, uh, they want to get, they want to promote the idea of legit scientific, you know, research into this, but at the same time, they're out there just performing this ridiculous hoaxes. They're claiming that, yeah, you know, I just shot Bigfoot and I'm going to have a news conference about it, but you have to pay me fifty thousand or five hundred thousand, right. blah blah blah, whatever it is. Exactly, yeah. Um, it that it's talk about taking steps backwards into all these, all these subjects deserve serious, sincere scientific, uh, research. Right, and the more and more of this crap that comes out, the more and more it's the pushback occurs. You know, because yep. like it's because that's the stuff that gets the news. That's the stuff that mm -hmm. ends up on the news. And, uh, anyways, I'm I'm I don't want to go on a tangent. People have to go out there, research themselves, study themselves, uh, uh, go out and and lay in your backyard, looking up at the clear night sky, Aww. watch for things. You know, form your own opinion. And if you don't believe in it and if you think it's all bunk, hey, that's absolutely fantastic. But you know, if you if you see something and you and in your heart and mind, it's like, now that really gives me the feeling that that was not of this earth right. planet. Go with that. You know, form your own opinions. Don't listen to these conspiracy theorists or don't listen to uh whatever. Just form your own opinion, do the research. And I'm not I'm not coming down on uh, conspiracy theorists. I mean, they have every right to do that too. You know, you know how diplomatic we are. <laughs> you know, I know to a we're fault. Not, we're not to a fault. I think sometimes, but that's yeah, okay. We're just telling you don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <clears throat> they have every right to be you know crazy, whacked out guys and gals, and uh, more power to them. We just we ignore them. Yeah. Except for this episode. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Except when we talk about it. So not not only are we diplomatic, we're also um, hypocritics. Right? Hypocritics, yes. <laughs> hypocritical, hypocritical conspiracy non theorists. I can't believe whatever. I just I, I can't believe I just said we were hypocritics. <laughs> I wanted to say that we're hypocritical. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, you had to, you had to, to do a vocabulary check on yourself. Well, you know, it's been a while, Mike. We're getting rusty. I swear, I we're know. getting rusty. Um, but we'll anyway, we'll be good. Good. Hey, by the I'm way, getting, I'm getting so rusty, my balls squeak. Yuck. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mute your mic. Dang it. Oh, my lord. This, yeah, Mike, when he sits there and he looks at his nutsack, that he reacts by, uh, yeah. Hey, it's the cold medicine. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I never mix cold medicine, diet coke. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's ever been a doctor recommendation. You yeah, know? at the very least, you'll get a hole in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's carry on here. We got a great, uh, great show ahead of us here. So I wanted to get this out here real quick, though. Um, yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. Um, right now we have a temporary. Well, I shouldn't say temporary. We have a a new plan of attack when we come uh, when it comes to recording the podcast. Yes. We are working on the consistency. We are working on the consistency. And just because we have three separate podcasts to uh, to juggle, I mean, we have this one, the flagship, we have the Patreon uh, podcast, and then we also have Retro and Randoms, the pop culture Yeah, and uh, don't podcast. you dare add another one on, or I quit. And absolutely not. No, 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 we're good. That's, a, hey, that's, what I'm, that, that's the point I'm trying to make here is that it's, we've been having a blast at it, but we feel like... Um, we could be doing better, and we could yep. add a little more quality, a little more time and effort to all three of them. So right. for now, um, we're going to try this out. 
I hope you guys don't miss us too much. Instead of um, our weekly, I'm doing that the the um, air quotes here, our weekly flagship podcast, which is this one, the one you're listening to right now, we are going to do that one week. The next week, the following week, we will do the Patreon. The following week, we will come back to the flagship. Then the week after that, we will do the retro and randoms, and then so on and so forth. So... We want again. We want to put a lot of focus and energy into improving the quality of all of this stuff because, we, hey, we love doing it. We're passionate about it. And we want to make it worth your time, especially you know if you're a Patreon subscriber. Thank you so darn much. Um, we want to make it worth your hard-earned money. I mean, if you guys, if you haven't signed up for Patreon, we'd love to see you there. Exclusive content that just keeps growing and growing and growing. All things paranormal, strange, and mysterious, of course. And also the Retro and Randoms podcast. And you're going to get to see a lot of really cool, fun video and audio. Maybe creepy. Who knows? Maybe it'll all be a, a farce. Maybe Mike and I will just capture audio of us falling down the steps at the Sally House. But hey, that's coming <laughs> up next weekend. I can't believe that, Mike. Next Friday, we're already you know six short days away. So uh, looking Patrick, forward to that. Pat, yeah, Patrick is going to get that. I think I think he's going to actually get that literal slap in the face. Oh man! Yes. But like like we said though, we're going to save all of this uh, Sally House talk for the Patreon exclusive yes. coming up immediately after this one. All right, Mike. I want to uh, pull up an article that I found from uh, guess guess where NASA.gov because I just want to go down the list of the um, the members of this unidentified aerial phenomena study team. Okay. Yes. Sound good. George W. Bush. Uh, no. <laughs> Esper Weinberg. <laughs> that reminds me, for some reason when I was reading this, one of the guy's name, his last name was, I'm going to scroll down here real quick. Uh, talk amongst yourselves, because I'm struggling to find his name. His last name is Mountain. His first name is Matt, but I read it as Man Mountain. <laughs> and, so I thought of a pr big, giant, hairy 1950s professional wrestler. And so I was... <laughs> Introducing in the right corner in the red shorts, Matt Mountain. I know, Matt Mountain, the head of the UAP, <laughs> UAP research team. And so I just started to envision all of these old-time professional wrestlers sitting on this council, you know, and over in this corner on the far left team representing uh, NASA. Right and now we're in sleazy bars everywhere. November nineteenth, we have Crusher Khrushchev, um, follow, followed by uh, the Mongolian Stomper. <laughs> followed by um, the ghost of the late great Bruiser Brody. Yeah, okay, anyways. Um, it's good stuff. That's my, how my mind works every now and then. So I was laughing to myself earlier. You should have seen it. It was great. I can imagine. <laughs> I should have filmed it and posted it on Patreon, right? Okay. The independent study will begin, or I should say has begun this past Monday on October 24th, 2022. And over the course of the next nine months, this independent study team will lay the groundwork for a future study. <laughs> I'm saying this this independent team will lay the groundwork for a future study, and that, of course, the way my mind works, that makes me think of a Monty Python sketch from years ago where a man was uh, applying for a job. <laughs> uh, he was he wanted to be a part of an expedition, uh, you know, climbing mountains and all that stuff. And of course, when he want he asked for the details <laughs> of said Climbed expedition. That. <laughs> um, uh, John Cleese, who was the uh, man in charge and was uh, in charge of the hiring process, he goes, and of course, as you know, the purpose of this year's expedition is to find any remnants of last year's expedition. So um, <laughs> that's what that's, that sounded similar to me right now. This study yeah. will lay the groundwork for a future study. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways, I digress. Uh, the team will identify how data gathered by civilian government entities, commercial data, and data from other sources... <laughs> can potentially be analyzed to shed light on UAPs. What does that mean? Can potentially be analyzed. Just analyze it. You're uh, NASA. They'll just they'll, <laughs> they stick each one uh, crumbled up in a hat and they pick them at random and some might not get picked. Some, Yeah, and those are the good ones probably. Yes. Mm, this one has an actual picture of a, an alien flicking off the camera. Nope, we're not going to look at that one. That's no yeah, good. Yeah. That alien looks too much like Donald Trump. <laughs> sure. <I guess. laughs> Um, this, as we mentioned earlier, the study will focus solely on unclassified data, which seems just kind of weird. 
and a full report containing the team's findings will be released to the public in mid-2023. So next summer, we're going to get a release of their thorough study of unclassified data. Now, this is a quote from the Associate Administrator of the Science Mission Directorate, or Directorate at NASA headquarters. He says, exploring the unknown is in space and the atmosphere is at the heart of who we are at NASA. Understanding the data we have surrounding unidentified aerial phenomena is critical to helping us draw scientific conclusions about what is happening in our skies. Data is the language of scientists and makes the unexplainable explainable. <laughs> Says Neil deGrasse. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, good old Neil deGrasse. Good old Neil deGrasse. <laughs> but you know, you know, okay, so this could be like another blue book or something. I mean, or or it could be, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put this team together. They're gonna dive deep, like we did decades ago mm -hmm. and appease the uh american public decades. with this uh with this this surface uh, uh um investigation yep the real investigation yes will be done without anybody knowing done by a completely different team and you know absolutely yeah you know, something like that could be happening too who know who knows yeah yeah it's um what's the term that we're we're um looking for here because i like, what were the characters of Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd in Spies Like Us? <laughs> Sincerely, they were like the, what, what were they called again? Not, not like a false operative, but they're, um, are decoys maybe, you know? It's, this is like, maybe this group is the decoy group that keep us distracted. Yeah, exactly. So, and they got along so well during the filming of that, I'm sure. I think they did. I thought that they liked each other. It was Bill Murray and Chevy Chase who didn't like each other back in the day. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but they're friends. Everybody likes Dan Aykroyd, though. Yep, I've never heard one person say a bad uh, thing about Dan Aykroyd. Yep. And again, I just realized, again, I talk about being hypocritics. <laughs> I said, like, now nah, we're not for conspiracies at all, but then I just threw out the idea this is a decoy team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not, uh, not Murray, suggesting though, you know, that. We are not suggesting that. Good Lord. No, oh, no. Bill Murray, though, the more, you know, I... I, I hear more and more all the time how much of a dick he is. Yep, absolutely. Oof, Dafita. <laughs> yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's not good. We're not just talking about him being a dick with, uh, you know, being rough and tumble with his with his like male co actors or anything like that. Oh, no, sure. He's, he's apparently coming across as a ding. We're talking about harassment here with this guy. Yeah. So, ugh. And Chevy Chase, I I hear more about him all the time being such a dick. Yeah, you know, I I, you know, I, it, I think it's, he's it's, he's mellowed out. I think because he's yeah. got, he's going to be darn he's. Almost 80. I can't believe that. He just turned 79 like a month or two ago. So it's like, yeah. holy cow. Anyway. Anyways, we're talking about uh, Alien Reveal, and we somehow bring up Chevy Chase's age. So yeah, good. Well, you know, that's us. That's our shtick. Uh, the, the, we, we bounce like a bouncing rubber ball. <laughs> okay, good. A blue one. Um, the article further goes on. says, unidentified aerial phenomena are of interest for both national security and and air safety, and the study aligns with one of NASA's goals to ensure the safety of aircraft. Without access to an extensive set of data, there's that word again, data, it is nearly impossible to verify or explain any observation. Thus, the focus of the study is to inform NASA what possible data could be collected in the future to scientifically discern the nature of UAP. That's a lot well, of you know, fancy oh, way of writing stuff where it's basically... Oh, go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say? Well, how many uh, decades ago was it that Truman uh, assured all of us on television or on recording that uh, that these phenomena are not a threat to our national security, that we don't have to worry about them? Are you thinking about Eisenhower? Or you, are you... Uh, I thought it was Truman that said that. You might be right. You might be right. I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking... Well, you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> Uh, the Nash. Okay, I'll skip that one here. Blah blah blah. Now, before introducing the 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 members, it says here that NASA has brought together some of the world's leading scientists, data and artificial intelligence practitioners, aerospace safety experts, all with a spe specific. I hate that word. Charge, which is to tell us how to apply the full focus of science and data to UAP. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Um. David Spurgle. Spurgle, Spurgle, Spurgle. 
He, he has he, been he, selected to chair NASA's independent study. He is the president of Simons Foundation, where, he's a, where he is the founding director of its Flat Iron Institute of Computational Astrophysics. Okay. Anna Maria Barea, associate professor of computational and data science of George Mason University. Uh, Federica, Federica Bianco is a joint professor at the University of Delaware in the Department of Physics and Astrophysics. Paula Bontempi, biological oceanographer for more than 25 years. Reggie Brothers, operating partner at AE Industrial Partners in Boca Raton. Reggie Brothers? Reggie Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Apparently that's a funny name. <laughs> uh, see, it made me lose track here, Mike. Okay, yeah. Partner, uh, operating partner at AE Industrial Partners in Boca Raton, Florida. Jen Buss, two S's, CEO of the Potomac Institute of Policy Studies in Arlington. Nadia Drake, freelance science journalist. Okay. Mike Gold, executive vice president of civil space and external affairs. David Grinspoon. Now, that's a better name than to laugh at than Reggie Brothers. <laughs> Gr <laughs> I think <laughs> it, it wasn't even the last name that got me going. It was oh, just, just Reggie. Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got against Reggie? Uh, not a thing. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. Gr Grinspoon. That sounds like a like a Harry Potter or Lord of the yeah. Rings name or something. I am Grinspoon, son of Grinspoon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is a senior scientist at the Planetary Science Institute in Tucson, Arizona. Matt, aforementioned Matt Man Mountain, is the president <laughs> of the Association of Universities for Research and Astronomy. Uh, name that you might recognize, Scott Kelly, former NASA astronaut Scott Kelly. There you go, yes. Now, no offense to any of these people, and it's not just because this is the only name I recognize. I'd take an astronaut's word over all these guys, probably. Yeah. And they all sound like foreigners. No, I did not Good mean Lord. that. <laughs> okay, I marked down that time. Yeah, I know. No, hey, <laughs> we are a country of foreigners, and I'm damn proud of it. Uh, Warren Randolph, Deputy Executive Director of the Federal Aviation Administration's Accident Investigation and Prevention for Aviation Society Safety Department. Holy shit, that's a long title. Instead of foreigners, I will say a uh, worldwide representatives. A smorgasbord, a potpourri. Yes. Well, which makes sense. That's what it's, is needed in something like this. Yeah, don't worry. No one's listening to this. No, I mean, I honestly mean that, though. Let's see. Walter Scott, Executive Vice President and Chief, Techno <laughs> Chief Technology Officer at the Maxar in Westminster, Colorado. I'm just laughing. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> No. <laughs> Trust uh, me, everybody, but, as terrible as that sounded, Mike did not mean it to sound. <laughs> right. <laughs> or he meant nothing. I could have it. worded it differently. Yes, you could have, <laughs> and I wish you did. That's that's why that's why I changed it to a <laughs> worldwide representatives, which is, you know, correct. I mean, this stuff is happening all over the world, so that is something that is needed. <laughs> Every country should be represented. Represented. <laughs> like you're just going to dig yourself a bigger hole. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Boy, it's up to my neck. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, Joshua Semeter, uh, Semeter, Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering, as well as the Director of the Center for Space Physics at Boston University. Carlin Toner, Acting Executive Director of FAA's Office of Aviation Policy and Plans. And finally, Shelley Wright, an Associate Professor of Physics at the University of California. So, uh, you know, pretty impressive list. Uh, lots of uh, probably highly paid <laughs> and, and and dutifully so. Uh, very, very yeah. smart people on this. And this. Mickey Rourke is coming along for the ride. That's right, because there's a study in his face because they need to <laughs> do it. What the hell happened to Mickey? They need to do a deep <laughs> dive into maybe plastic surgery in space or something because good mm. golly, Miss Molly, that guy. What has he done? What has he done? Now, I want to follow that up with an article that, that I read. That of hot lard. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hot lard, even. <laughs> oh, it's cold medicine. It's kicking my butt. <laughs> so this is from, this is another article that I found. Uh, I wanted to share this really briefly, very briefly. This is from NBC News, actually. The article was called Disclosure or Deception. 
new UFO Pentagon office divides believers. Now, this is almost a year old. This was when the, yeah. the announcement was originally made that NASA was going to appoint these members to this UAP research team. But I wanted to uh, read a few things because when I read it earlier, I got kind of irritated because it's just the classic cynical tone to a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, oh my gosh, can you just stop? Stop trying to sound like you're just so much better and so much smarter than everyone else. Okay, it starts off as the U.S. government is finally getting back into the UFO business. But not as UFOs. They had to change the change name that. even. They did. It, it, you know, and what is the meaning behind that? There's there's something It's like, you know, that's such a simple thing. But, yeah, you know, there's even a reason behind that. It's like, I don't know. I know people probably discussed that and had their own theories, but I, I don't know. It's just kind of strange. Yeah, it, you either got unexplained aerial phenomena or unidentified flying objects. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, does, does, does flying, the term flying suggest that it's propulsed or uh, there's propulsion? What's the word, Mike? I can't think of the damn word. Propulsion? Yes. Um, and whereas maybe unidentified flying or unidentified aerial phenomena maybe perhaps doesn't have, you know, some sort of uh, yeah, mechanism involved. Yeah, it puts in a different category. And objects, um, Objects is a very simple, kind of a mundane thing. Objects can mean anything in this entire universe yeah, or world, whatever. But phenomena puts more of an uh, unknown twist to it. It's like, we don't know what it is, because so it makes it a phenomena. An object can be anything. It's, you know. Like you said, um, Mike, there's, there's a reason behind that. Yeah, there's little twists there. As little as it might be, there's something there, yeah. Uh, depending on which UFO believer you ask, this is either a, an historic step forward to getting to the bottom of conspiracies or a ploy to regain control of the narrative and possibly even prepare for, get this, interplanetary war. Um, this is from NBC News, so that's something mm -hmm. that we get irritated with as well when, and someone that we've talked about several times on the show before we highly highly recommend his um awesome documentaries his programs dr stephen greer i know yeah, that absolutely he, he gets so upset with this because it's always based in fear they're talking they're saying you yeah. know the aliens are coming and they're going to basically kill us all well yeah um, for the last how many decades yeah yeah it's all a threat if they wanted to kill us they would have done it, it was, years yeah. ago like like you know the people that you know, it always comes down to that, and many people say that, and it's it's true. I mean, why would they wait? If there's something on this planet that they want, yeah, they could either just come and take it in the daytime and not worry about us, or get rid of us to take what they want, or or whatever. I don't know. We wouldn't be here talking about it. Let's put it right. that way. Um, the establishment of this new office signed into law just before New Year's, this again, 2021, to study unidentified aerial phenomena has divided the loose community of activists, researchers, and our favorite term, pseudo-scientists, who hunt for proof that we are not alone in the universe. Some also hail the legislation creating this new office tucked into, and this is details that you're probably bored with, tucked into Section 1683 of the Massive National Defense Authorization Act. They hail it for bringing new resources, rigor, and officialdom, is that even a word? Officialdom to the investigation of this phenomena, a potential national security threat that has long been stigmatized in a way that makes it difficult to study. Okay. I just, I don't like how that was written. Potential national security threat, long been stigmatized in a way that makes it difficult to study. I guess I'm not getting it up yet. This is a positive take on it or a negative one. That one kind of threw me for a loop. But this is a quote from a senator, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York. Our national security efforts rely on aerial supremacy, and these phenomena present a challenge to our dominance. I don't like how... <laughs> come on, politicians! <clears throat> it's important that we dominate! Mike, we need to dominate the skies! Yes. Just for security, though. Just for security. But in the meantime, we want to dominate! Well, good luck with that domination. Uh, Senator Gillibrand actually spearheaded this bipartisan measure. She goes on to say, the United States needs a coordinated effort to take control, there, dominate and take control 
Yeah. And understand whether these it's an aerial, American thing. Whether these aerial phenomena belong to a foreign government or something else altogether. Mm. Uh, now, since it's been decades, I have to fly through this, Mike, just so we can get to the, some discussion points here. Though it's been decades since Washington formally studied UFOs in any kind of comprehensive way, so one might expect the news will be cause for celebration among so-called ufologists. Again, negative tone right there, so-called ufologists. But the movement has long believed the government is covering up the greatest secret in history, so many are having a hard time believing the feds want to do anything other than clamp down again after several years in which it became a socially acceptable for former presidents and CIA directors to talk publicly about weird things they had seen in the skies. How? Mm. What vibe are you getting from this article? Are you getting kind of a... I'm getting a mix match here, or a mishmash, yeah. or just like a... Both kind of... They can't help being snooty, but they're... Yeah, it's... Some of it seems like kind of like filler. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I for... know. But, well, this is filler for the podcast. I apologize. God damn. Oh, no, no. <clears throat> I would I would read, but I, my my voice wouldn't make it. You don't think so? Okay. Start coughing more. Oh, you know. By the way, right? They actually quote Dr. Stephen Greer at the very end of this uh, article. Hmm. It says uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, who retired from the emergency room to pursue the hunt for aliens as a self-described world's expert on UFOs, objects. <laughs> Whoa! Objects to the notion that UFOs should be treated as a national security threat. Yeah, okay, we kind of already said that already. But they were obviously this guy is talking about Dr. Greer in a flipping negative way. Did you hear that, Mike? Before Macy bit your ball yeah, off? Yeah, she she <laughs> she's still going. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man alive. Get your ghost balls out. Distract her. Come on, Mike. Drop those pants. Get the balls out. Ghost balls, that is. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I heard her say squirrel between barks. Ah. Looking out the window. But the, I'll reread that again, though. Yes. Because they refer to the definitely snooty looking down upon it. You know, Dr. Stephen Greer, who retired from the emergency room to pursue the hunt for aliens as the self-described world's expert on UFOs. So, yeah, there you go. But those are the two articles I wanted to, you know, mm. reference just so we can get the members' names out and kind of, you know, the stuff is getting, again, it's just one, it's one example of the coverage, media coverage and stuff, but man, a lot of media cannot help itself when it comes to, quote unquote, covering such things that they have to have that yeah. kind of a mocking, joking tone somewhere thrown in there, you know? So. And it's going to continue like that until something so drastic and definitive happens mm -hmm. to change everything. It's just the way it's going to be. So to wrap up this portion of the show, because we're, we're running out of time here and we need to get to some of those crazy, wacky UFO conspiracies. Yes. Mike, what do you, where do you sit on this? Where do you straddle said alien UFO reveal UAP reveal fence? You know, do you think <laughs> this is all for the good? Do you think this is legit? Do you get a good vibe from it? Do you think that the government can't help itself and are trying to pull the uh, the shade over all of us again. You know what I mean? Uh, what what, yeah. what vibe are you getting here? Uh, I think it's I think it's uh, there's a, a certain degree of seriousness to it. There's a certain amount of uh, uh, agenda to it. Certain amount of appeasement to it. Because oh, every day, yeah. every every day, it's like. You, you'll see or hear things, whether it's a, a, a commercial on TV or, or, or something, there is so much that's going on and the belief in these things, uh, uh, and numbers of people that believe in these things is growing all the time, I believe. So the government's got to do something before it gets out of control. I mean, when everybody, if you, if it gets to a point where so many people are starting to believe this and seeing things, um, the government's got to have a have some kind of agenda to control this or to appease people or to to uh um are they trying to know. control the masses by keeping us kind of like throwing us a bone every now and then type thing yes maybe keeping us at a particular level of appeasement keeping us at a particular distance perhaps you know don't yeah. let them know a little bit but not too much 
Yeah, and that's the way it's always been. And, you know, hopefully as uh, time that, do you goes get, by and do you people get the vibe change. Of, I'm sorry, Mike. I, I, I totally no, jumped go ahead, over go here. Ahead, go ahead. Um, do you get any sort of vibe, any sort of feeling that if this is true, again, we're not promoting any crazy, wacky cons- conspiracy, governmental conspiracy stuff. If they are throwing us that proverbial bone every now and then, just to kind of like satiate our appetite, you know, but not letting us, you know, but keeping us at that distance. Do you feel like they are doing this out of benevolence more than malevolence? You know, are is it for our own safety? Is it for our own good, Mike? For us little minions, are they protecting us? There is that belief that uh, you know the world would could just be utter chaos if uh, if it was the truth was revealed, mm-hmm. you know, and all of this stuff that they're, they're researching and uh, uh, putting this team, uh, another team, this decades team together uh, of uh, uh, investigators and whatever. Um, researchers, scientists. Researchers, yes. Uh, God dang it, now I lost my whole train of thought and where I was going with that, and it, and it sounded damn good in my mind. Well, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll ask you again. Do you think that them throwing us again this proverbial bone is for our own good? Do you think oh. that they're doing it out of benevolence more than malevolence? Yeah. If, if that is the case. If that is the case. It, you know, it, it's benevolent, I believe. There, you know, what malevolence can there be out uh, from it? I don't know. I mean, maybe there is, but I, I can't figure it in my head. But, um, you know, I think also possibly that everything that they are saying that they're researching trying to figure out get information on they already know about it yeah you know and uh and they are choosing uh how to let that out um and it's gonna be a trickle at a time i mean this uh you know the 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 tic tac uh uh, film footage and uh what the navy you know is being really uh you know uh showing so many different uh, footage and everything it, it's a uh, um it's it's being put out at their speed maybe at a safe level it's maybe at their, they think it's at their discretion for sure at their discretion at their control yeah so yeah it's man i i my hands are up in the air really it's it i would like to think that this is all <laughs> Well, gosh, this is tough. I I, I want to word this correctly, but again, just just quoting that you know Senator Gillibrand's words there, you know, just dominance, control, you know how exactly it's it's, yeah. it's, it's for the world's best that. And again, I'm not some crazy, wacky, uh, you know, anti-American by any means. I love my country. I'm I'm, I'm also uh, not absolutely. I'm also not on the far extreme of that either, where I'm like a jingoist. You know, where I'm just, every, everyone else you're in the world, jingoist, <laughs> you know, j- jingoism, you know, you're, you're the extreme patriot where you just oh, okay. hate yeah. everyone who isn't an American type thing, you know. I, th- I thought, I, all I could picture in my mind is uh, Patrick doing some kind of a strange dance in his underwear <laughs> and his liver and going, jingo, 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 <laughs> yes. jingo, jingo, jingo. Ooh, that's, a, that's a Patreon idea right there. I could do that. <laughs> Um, but you know, this, I just didn't like how that was phrased. You know, it's, you know, we need to, do- America needs to dominate in order to protect the world. Well, you know, we got news for you. A lot of the world doesn't like America, you know? And exactly. <laughs> so how do you think that comes across as? It's like, well, we don't There's, want you to have Exactly. Control. There's a lot of this world that can't figure out what's wrong with America. Why are they doing things the way they are? Yeah. And you that's. Know, a- that's a whole um, other trek down a discussion that we just we try to avoid. Yeah, you know? and the thing is, is that whatever they are doing, I don't see it as something that's gonna you know it's gonna be harmful or killing anybody or destroying things. Um, right now, we just need to ride it out. I mean, what else can we do? Yeah, we're keeping you know, our and, fingers and, crossed. We're keeping our fingers crossed that this is all. Oh, exactly. Like we have for years, and how you know for decades we have, and you know. Um, and plus, I like to think that there are people in these ranks that are low ranking right now that are working their way up in the ranks where mm-hmm. someday these juniors are going to be high execs in 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 uh, in the government. And they have a whole different way of thinking about it. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's point. like, you know, another generation of people that are like, you know, when I get up there, I'm working my way up to the top. And when I get up there, the things are going to be different. We can hope for that too. Well, Mike, you know, a lot of the negative viewpoints of, you know, UFO and UAP and even, you know, aliens, for gosh sakes, you know, it's, we're still struggling to come out of like the 1950s viewpoint of this stuff, you know, kind oh, of right. like the, 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 the attack of the 50 foot woman. Yeah. The, well, the par- <laughs> okay. Paranoia. That's, that's War of the Worlds from the 30s. And so it's, it's, that's, you know, 70, 80 years ago and it's still, it hasn't been totally eradicated, you know, it's, there's still exactly. a big, chunk of the population of the world population who looks at it as like ah you know they, they don't like totally fear-based yeah this fear 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 mm-hmm. absolutely man well again gosh we could go on for we need to get into some of these wacky weird wild stuff here on the show that doesn't like talking about conspiracies but guess what we're going to do we're going to go down a list of ufo conspiracies here. it reminds me yeah when you say that weird you know that johnny carson yeah. little little thing there yeah. i remember seeing a clip of him talking doing some something in his monologue about ufos and he his monologue i can't, rem- <laughs> I can't remember yeah like in the before he you I know at the I, beginning of the show i could have said no I, I thought you said monologue so uh, oh yeah <laughs> his monologue mike's yeah. med- meds are kicking in right now they are but um he said what he said something about i, I can't it's just you know paraphrasing but the joke kind of went what would uh what would he do if he saw uh uh, flying saucer or whatever and then his answer was you fo <laughs> yeah something like that i, I totally butchered it but yeah no, but no, you get no. the point i get the point yeah yeah you don't have nearly <laughs> as good delivery as johnny had but that's okay no no never not many people yeah. ever will <laughs> um the article i found here just to get through this fairly um quickly expediently uh expeditiously chronology of ufo conspiracy theories First one that we got here is from 1949. It's listed as the Winchell and the Soviets, or I should say Winchell and the Soviets. It is referring to Walter Winchell. I was just going to say it's got to be Walter Winchell. Uh, On April 3rd, 1949, radio personality Walter Winchell, during his broadcast, during the broadcast, he said the claim that had been, oh, good Lord. Okay, backing up. Beep, beep, beep. On April 3rd, 1949, radio personality Walter Winchell broadcast the claim that had been definitively established that flying saucers were guided missiles fired from Russia. In response, the Air Force denied any such conclusion. The Air Force reportedly requested an FBI investigation into Winchell's claims, a request that was denied. Now, Mike, you said like they got to be referring to Walter Winchell. So you're you're right. familiar with this this man and this this conspiracy. I, I I've never heard of the story, but it, well, you know, a lot of people have heard of Walter Winchell, yeah. the famous Walter Winchell, radio personality. Again, yes. man, when you have, especially back in the day, if you were a radio personality, you had power and influence. Yes, you did absolutely. Every little and thing he was one say. that did. Uh, yeah. Um, again, we're flying through this as quickly as we can. Kehoe and the Air Force knowledge of UFOs on December 26th of the same year, 1949, True Magazine. Are you familiar with True Magazine? Yes. True Magazine published an article by Donald Kehoe titled... Yeah, very big name in that field. Titled, The Flying Saucers Are Real. Kehoe, a former major in the U.S. Marines claimed that elements within the Air Force knew that saucers, flying saucers, existed and had concluded they were likely interplanetary. The article went on and also examined the Mantell UFO incident. Yeah, very interesting. Quoted an unnamed pilot who opined that the Air Force explanation, quote-unquote, looks like a cover-up to me, the Gorman dogfight and the mm-hmm. Childs, Childs, Chillas slash Witted Whitehead. I don't know how to pronounce that one. The Gorman dogfight and the Chills Witted <laughs> UFO encounter were also described. I'm not familiar with that one at all. Huh. The article cited a supposed report from Air Material Command and claimed a rocket authority at White Wright Field had concluded saucers were in fact interplanetary. Concern over a public panic 
of the kind that was supposedly occurred that that supposedly occurred after the 1938 broadcast of the War of the Worlds was also cited in the article as a possible motive for the cover-up. We, we've talked about that several times. Don't let him panic. Can't let this stuff out. The world's going to, everyone's going to die of heart attacks. They're going to freak out. Citing historic sources, Kehoe went on and speculated that similar sightings have likely occurred for at least several centuries. And the article caused a sensation, sold over half a million copies, blah, blah, blah. And of course, in 1950, in March 1950, the Air Force denied that flying saucers existed and further denied that the U.S., U.S., that there were U.S. technology being covered up. Well, okay. and you got to figure, too, that, you know, at this time, in the 50s and 49, 50s, early 50s, whatever, these are precursors and then getting into the beginning of uh, 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 um, working its way into, like, the Cold War. I mean, you know, there's, there's things that... Uh, uh, the United States is working on and Russia was working on and things were seen that they're working on, you know, the, the alien thing could be a cover up for actual government military, uh, uh, projects. I oh, mean, that's been theorized yeah. plenty, you know, for years too, but the, but you got to remember this time of, in this era that was going on and this stuff was going on. was huge into that. I mean, Oh gosh. I mean, Obviously, I wasn't alive. Mike, you weren't alive during the height of the Cold War. But, you know, if you... Just, oh, I, hey, I was a Cold War soldier. You know, just even if you have a modicum of, of In the knowledge 80s. of the of history and stuff, you know that the the 1950s, you know, it was... Talk about tense relations, man. You know, it was... The threat of nuclear war was there every day, you know. It was between the superpowers, Russia and America, you know. It's like, who's going to basically take over the world? Um, yeah. So, a lot of this UFO I, stuff, yeah. a lot of this UFO slash UAP stuff could have been used on both sides as, you know, maybe methods of attack, methods of defense. Um, again, you know, you keep everyone... At a safe distance, but I'd seen you had a brain fart earlier, Mike. I just had a brilliant thing, <laughs> the smartest thing that I was ever going to say on the history of this podcast. I had it, <laughs> and then it just disappeared. It drained out of my nostrils. I hate that. It's when now that on the floor, so yeah. I'm going to step In on many it. pieces. Many pieces. So I apologize <laughs> for that one, everybody. Again, we're rusty. We're just getting back into the groove of stuff. Uh, getting back to some of these alleged conspiracies, Scully and the alien bodies in October and November 1945, 1949. Damn, busy year that year for conspiracies. Journalist Frank Scully published two columns in Variety, of all places, claiming that dead extraterrestrial beings were recovered from a flying saucer crash based on what he said was reported to him by a scientist involved, supposedly involved. That was before Scully and Mulder got together. Yeah, not I that Scully. Yeah. This is a different Scully. <laughs> yeah. You know, wasn't that an influence for Scully's last name in in, uh, in Could be, Zone? very well could be, you yeah. know. In his 1950 book, 1950 book Behind the Flying Saucers expanded on the same theme, adding that there had been two such incidents in Arizona and one in New Mexico. A 1948 incident that involved a flying saucer that was supposedly 100 feet in diameter. In January 1950, Time Magazine skeptic, skeptically, say that five times fast, skeptically, repeated stories of crashed saucers with humanoid occupants. Then, finally, it was later revealed that Scully had been the victim of two veteran confidence artists in 1952 and 1956. True Magazine published articles by San Francisco Chronicle, Chronicle blah, 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 San Francisco Chronicle reporter John Philip Kahn that purported to expose Newton and Dr. G as oil con artists who had actually hoaxed scully so there's a there's a conspiracy to debunk the conspiracy you know right <laughs> it's just it's such a muddled mess with some of these things yep well and that's you know the muddled mess is uh, <laughs> they uh, uh like that too because it keeps people not knowing what's right and what's wrong and it's just one big mess you know it sounds a lot like the paranomaly zone um oh we, yeah we are purposefully a muddled mess <laughs> Because we don't want to definitively opine about anything, uh, we we don't want to get our uh, our steadfast beliefs out there. We just jumble all of our thoughts and opinions into an hour long mess, and we leave it up to you to decipher our podcast language. Right, Mike? 
That's right. No, I didn't. I don't. I didn't hear what you said. I <laughs> totally blew it off. But I. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> Mike's literally leaning uh, on his microphone right now. I so. was trying to breathe at that moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, you have the keyhole. Um, we already talked about the flying saucer. Keyhole flying saucer. Uh, Carl Allen and the Philadelphia Experiment. Oh yeah, Mike. That's a oh, great. Love topic. that story. Um. Gosh, I hate it. We just have to fly through this stuff. Um, Al Chop and the True Story of Flying Saucers. Interesting. Edward Edward Ruppelt and the report on unidentified, unidentified flying objects. Guys, you need to trust us and go. We're literally running out of time. We're just at an hour here in case we need to make time for Patreon. So I apologize for being a jumbled mess this time. But go. You can find all this stuff online. Just type in UFO conspiracies. Uh, look into them. Judge for yourself. And keep your eye on the sky, as they say. Keep your eye on the sky. There's that word right there, propulsion, that I couldn't say earlier today. Good God. Project Magnets. Ever heard of Project Magnet, Mike? That was yeah, a small yeah, it, it was a small Canadian government UFO research effort. Look yeah, they, they had had this empty room and they had uh, equipment in it, but the main equipment was like a large refrigerator. And uh, they had magnets on it that said different things from, like, you know, like from different uh, vacation spots and Cancun and things like that. You know, it has souvenirs you could, you know, it, never mind. No, I encourage you to keep going. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> Mike's like, I, I want to quit. Ugh. I want to quit. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm. Macy, Macy needs to chill fun too. in the kitchen. Well, I hope this has been a kind of okay episode, but we do have to wrap it up so we have time yeah. to record the Patreon but one, episode. One quick thing before going any further. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. One of our uh, wonderful listeners, supporters, and great people, Pandora Blackthorn, has recently had a birthday. I want to say happy birthday to her. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, Pandora. Happy birthday, Pandora. Yeah, awesome uh, friend of the podcast. Uh, we need to get her back on the show, man. Yes, we do. I know she's listening, so let's uh, keep in touch and let's let's get you back on here. Pandora's Dark Carnival podcast, I believe she's going yes. to start recording. I listened again. to one. Um, I yeah. listened to one, and it was awesome. And and she awesomely plugged us very well. Awesome. There's that word. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she's back into doing them again because she was, uh, you know, they taking a break while they were moving, they had a big move, yeah. and everything. So if she, ha I haven't noticed if she's gotten back into that yet or not, but. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to it. Highly well. recommend. And and again, Pandora, you're listening. I know you are. Uh, tell your awesome husband, there's that word again, awesome, that I have not yes. forgot about his request to work on that art project of his. Um, I just, I have fallen out of my artistic, um, I was, I, I, I go through those spats, Mike, where I'm just bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam. Oh, I, yeah. I just fire off pieces of artwork yeah. and Hopefully they're okay, and then I just go into a. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know oh, that yeah. exact feeling. I had that for years, and now, now I have this this wonderfully started portrait of Annalise in her death throes, just sitting here talking to me at nighttime. Work, Work on me, me. finish <laughs> me, finish me. Yeah, I know man. about that. Well, that was an idea for um our uh, for a Patreon perk is yeah request. Uh, well, I shouldn't say request. What's the word I'm looking for? Commissioned artwork. If you guys have requests of any sort of stylized original artwork that you would like us to uh, work on and you're a Patreon member, we're more than happy to do that, man. Um, we'll get some artwork done for you guys if you're interested. Uh, help spread the Patreon word, though. That helps. Crazy yeah. enough as that sounds, it helps. Mike's frozen. I'm frozen. No, I'm not. Okay. Anyways, um... This episode may have sucked, but it might have been okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they got to let us know. They got to let us know. If, well, only let us know if, if it was good. Yeah. Patrick <laughs> I, can't handle the, I am the like, negative stuff. No. I, well, <laughs> I, I can handle it. I can handle it, but not really. And, and uh, Patrick cries real ugly, so I, I don't want to see that. I know. Well, you might see it at the <laughs> Sally House. You never know. Um, well, with that, Mike, um, looking forward to the Sally House trek. The next time we record an episode for the flagship this podcast we shall be returning from our or we will have already returned from our triumphant venture 
yeah. to the Sally House, and hopefully, we'll hopefully have some, triumphant. Yeah, hopefully we'll have some exciting news. And hopefully, maybe, Patrick comes back with some scars on his back. Well, and hopefully, Mike doesn't drive <laughs> like a maniac on the way there, and uh, I don't die of no. a heart attack while clutching the side of his door and just you know. <laughs> if I could wear nine seat belts, I would. <laughs> yeah, my my fingers turned white because he's holding my hand and squeezing too hard. No, no, nope. I wouldn't be doing that. I'd I'd probably have my head out the window just so I I can breathe and I don't hyperventilate. Slapping like a dog <laughs> in the wind. Uh, anyways, um, all right, Mike. This has been fun though. It's good to see you. Yes. Uh, let's dive right into the Sally House track for our Patreon subscribers. Again, we love all you guys. We highly encourage you to check out the Patreon episodes. Uh, the Patreon content is actually pretty darn cool. If we may say so ourselves. It's better than this stuff. Better than this episode you got right now. We'll put it that way. Um, Mike, until next time, what do our awesome paranormal family members need to do? As always, peace out.